Well, hey everybody, I'm Adam Shell, the pastor at Melbourne Heights, and welcome to our sermon podcast. In this episode of our podcast, we're finishing up our sermon series called The Promised Land. So for our last few episodes, we have been working our way through the series by exploring different stories that take place when the people of Israel return to the Promised Land. And we've been learning some lessons from them to help us whenever we're facing times of transition or change in our lives. And a lot of what we've talked about over the last few weeks involves some pretty extraordinary situations. But most of our faith and most of our life isn't lived in the extraordinary. Most of our faith and most of our life is lived on ordinary days. So how do we make sure that we are following God in these ordinary days? Well, that's what we're going to be talking about in this episode sermon. So let's get right to it. One more story. When Pentecost 
Pentecost Day arrived, they were all together in one place. Suddenly, a sound from heaven like the howling of a fierce wind filled the entire house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be individual flames of fire alighting on each of them. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the Spirit enabled them to speak. This is the story of Pentecost. This is the story of the Holy Spirit descending from the heavens like a howling wind or a raging fire to land on us as followers of Jesus. This is the story of the Holy Spirit overtaking Jesus' first disciples, allowing them to speak in languages that they have never spoken in before, so that they can share the good news of Jesus with people who have never heard it before, so that everyone all around the world can know of God's great love for us. This is the story of God being known and seen in Today's not Easter. Today's not Pentecost. Today isn't the day that we mark on our calendar for us to celebrate Jesus' birth or his resurrection or the coming of the Holy Spirit. So what is today? Well, if you check your calendar, you'll see that today is November 13th. And on November 13th, 1789, Benjamin Franklin published one of his famous quotes, the one about there being nothing certain in life but death and taxes. On November 13, 1895, that was the day that the Hawaiian Islands sent out their first shipment of canned pineapple. Or on November 13, 1940, that was the day that Walt Disney released his animated classic, Fantasia. Now, no matter how big a fan you are of Poor Richard's Almanac or canned pineapple, I think we can all admit that even though those events may be historically interesting, not the kind of events that change the world forever. So, what is today? Well, for us here at Melbourne Heights, today is our fourth Sunday, worshiping together inside of our new church home. And now that we're four Sundays in, we're all starting to get used to the place a little bit. You found the place where you like to park when you pull into the lot on Sunday mornings if you're worshiping here in person. You're kind of finding the place you like to sit inside of the sanctuary used to be in this place. But that's not all that today is for us, right? Today is also the last kind of regular Sunday that we're going to have here before we enter into our first holiday season in Melbourne Heights. Next Sunday we're going to be getting ready for Thanksgiving and then it's into the season of Advent and Christmas. And all of that is exciting for us. Let's be honest. Today's not the kind of day that we're going to be commemorating in Melbourne Heights down the road. We're not going to get together on November 13th next year and celebrate the one-year anniversary of our fourth week meeting inside of our new place. So what is today? Well, in the grand scheme of things, today is an ordinary day. In ordinary days, well, they're just that. They're ordinary. Ordinary days aren't the days that any of us circle on our calendars. They're not the kind of days that any of us find ourselves counting down to. An ordinary day isn't the kind of day that you're going to go out and buy a brand new suit or a fancy new dress to be a part of. An ordinary day is not the kind of day that you find yourself planning for months in advance. But as John Lennon famously put it in his song, Beautiful Boy, life is what happens while you're busy making other plans. 
Life is what happens to you while you're busy making other plans. So ordinary things, these days that we don't plan for, the days when most of life happens. But ordinary days don't get much attention. Extraordinary days are the days that get attention. Let me show you what I mean. I'm going to list off a few days for you, and I'm willing to guess that you probably have some idea of what you'll be doing when these days roll around. Okay? How about we'll we start with this one? Thanksgiving. Okay, Thanksgiving is like a week and a half away. So at this point, you probably have a really good idea of what you're going to be doing on Thanksgiving. You know whose house you're going to be traveling to, or you know how many people are going to be come, be coming to visit at your house. You know what food you're going to be cooking. You may have even started writing out your grocery list to make sure you don't forget any of the important ingredients. The point is, you have some idea of what you're going to be doing when Thanksgiving rolls around. What about Christmas? Now, to be fair, in our culture today, Christmas is way more than just one day. Christmas is an entire season. But there's a pretty good chance that you already have some idea of what you're going to be doing throughout the Christmas season. Whether it involves showing up and attending some of the events and services that we're going to have here at Melbourne Heights this Christmas, or those family plans that you have, or maybe you've been working on a, a, a plan to go and visit some distant relatives that you haven't seen for a while. But regardless of what you have planned, there's a pretty good chance that your calendar for December is already starting to fill up. But what if we look a little further out than that, beyond these two big holidays that are just around the corner? What if I mention to you days like Mother's Day, or the 4th of July, or Halloween? Even though all of those days are still months down the road, there's a pretty good chance you already are thinking about phone calls that you need to make, or the fireworks that you want to buy, or the candy that you're going to be passing out to trick-or-treaters next year.
But whatever the reason may be, we do a better job of focusing on the extraordinary than we do on the ordinary. And that's even true for where we're at right now as a church. Over the last few weeks, we have been focusing on some extraordinary times. And we've been doing that throughout the sermon series called Promised Land. We've been focusing in and learning and exploring about when the people of Israel lived through an extraordinary time. When they returned to the promised land and started reclaiming this land, this place that God had promised to them, where God would use them to bless all the people and all the nations of the earth. But we've been focusing on the extraordinary story of the people of Israel returning to the promised land because it speaks to us where we're at right now. Just four weeks ago, we moved into our new church home, a place that we are hoping and praying and believing that God is going to use us to bless our community and the world all around us. And that is an extraordinary thing. Because it's not every day that your church moves into a brand new location. And for us here at Melbourne Heights, we actually have to think back to prior to the pandemic was the last time we felt like we had a church home before we moved into this place. something wrong. When all we do is focus on the extraordinary, and we never think about the ordinary. And that's because most of our life, most of our faith isn't lived out on Christmas Day or Easter or on Pentecost. Most of our life as a church isn't going to be spent trying to sell an old building or find a new place that we can call home, even if it has felt that way for the last two years here at Melbourne Heights. So, the simple truth of the matter is that we live out our faith on ordinary days more than on extraordinary days. We live out our faith more on those ordinary days than we live it out on those extraordinary days. So what I want us to do today as we're finishing up the sermon series on the promised land is to think about and talk about and maybe even plan out how you can live out your faith on ordinary How can you do a better job of living out your faith on ordinary days? How can all of us do a better job of living out our faith on ordinary days? Well, to help us answer that question, I want us to take a look at something that happens at the end of the book of Joshua. So if you've got a Bible close by, go ahead and grab it and turn with me to Joshua chapter 24. Now, we've been working our way through the book of Joshua throughout this series of sermons because the book of Joshua tells us about how the people of Israel return to the promised land and reclaim the promised land. And in the passage that we're going to be looking at today, we're going to learn a lesson about how we can live out our faith on ordinary days. So let's look at Joshua chapter 24 together. We're going to start reading in verse 1. And here's what it says. It says, Then Joshua summoned all the tribes of Israel to Shechem, including the elders, the leaders, the judges, and the officers. So they came and they presented themselves to God. Joshua said to the people, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Long ago your ancestors, including Terah, the father of Abraham, and the poor, lived beyond the Euphrates River, and they worshipped other gods. But I took your ancestor Abraham from the land beyond the Euphrates, and I led him into the land of Canaan. I gave him many descendants through his son Isaac. To Isaac I gave Jacob and Esau. To Esau I gave the mountains of Seir, while Jacob and his children went down into Egypt. Then I sent Moses and Aaron, and I brought terrible plagues on Egypt. And afterward, I brought you out as a free 
But when your ancestors arrived at the Red Sea and the Egyptians chased after you with chariots and charioteers, when your ancestors cried out to the Lord, I put darkness between you and the Egyptians. I brought the sea crashing down on the Egyptians, drowning them. With your very own eyes you saw what I did. Then you lived in the wilderness for many years. Finally, I brought you into the land of the Amorites on the east side of the Jordan. They fought against you, but I destroyed them before you. I gave you victory over them, and you took possession of their land. Tell Balak, then Balak, son of Zippor, king of Moab, started a war against Israel. He summoned Balaam, son of Beor, to curse you, but I would not listen to him. Instead, I made Balaam bless you, and so I rescued you from Balak. When you crossed the Jordan River and you came to Jericho, the men of Jericho fought against you, as did the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Kirkishites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. But I gave you victory over them. And I sent terror ahead of you to drive out the two kings of the Amorites. It was not your swords or bows that brought you victory. I gave you land you had not worked on, and I gave you towns you did not build, the towns where you are now living. I gave you vineyards and olive groves for food. Though you did not plant them, so fear the Lord and serve Him wholeheartedly. Put away forever the idols your ancestors worshipped when they lived beyond the Euphrates River and in Egypt. Serve the Lord alone. Now I want to stop here for just a minute. Because in these verses, Joshua is reminding the people of Israel of the extraordinary history that they have with God. He starts by reminding them of where they as a people came from, of where their lineage began, when he talks about a man named Abraham. He says, your entire lineage, all of us as the people of Israel, we come from this man named Abraham who chose to follow God. And when Abraham chose to follow God, God did something extraordinary. He allowed Abraham and his wife Sarah to have a son who would continue on this lineage, even though they were well past childbearing. He goes on to talk about the way that God took care of them, provided for them in an extraordinary way when a famine hit the, the promised land, when the people of Israel had to go down to Egypt to survive. From there, he talks about the extraordinary way that, that God brought the people of Israel back up out of Egypt after the Egyptian Pharaoh had enslaved the people of Israel there for 400 years. He talks about all of the extraordinary things God did to bring them their freedom, from the plagues that he sent on Egypt, to parting the Red Sea, to all the things that went into bringing them back to the Promised Land. And then Joshua talks about the extraordinary things that God did to bring them into the Promised Land, to help them reclaim that land, from bringing down the walls of Jericho to all the things that God did so that they could overcome and reclaim the land that the people were living in. So Joshua spends all of his time reminding the people of Israel about their extraordinary history with God. But as we keep reading, Joshua's going to say something really interesting. He's going to make it sound like all of these extraordinary events that have happened in the past don't mean a thing in the present. So let's keep reading in Joshua 24, and we'll pick up in verse 15. Here's what it says. Joshua says, but if you refuse to serve the Lord, then choose today whom you will serve. Would you prefer the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates? Or will it be the gods of the Amorites in whose land you now live? But as for me and my family, we 
Joshua tells the people of Israel, your history with God isn't what matters. What matters is your decision to follow God today. What matters is your decision to follow God today. That's why he tells them to choose today who they will serve. Why does he tell them that? Because Joshua knows their history. He knows all of the extraordinary things that God has done for the people of Israel in the past. And Joshua knows the people of Israel have a long history of following God, dating back to the days of their ancestors, Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. But Joshua also knows that none of that means a thing if they don't continue to choose to follow God this day. The same thing is true for us. All of those extraordinary moments that we've had with God, all of those extraordinary moments that you've had with God, This is a choice that you get to make over and over again every single day. This is a choice that you get to make. You get to choose if you're going to follow God when you're out driving in traffic or when you're waiting in the checkout line at the program. You get to choose how you're going to follow God when you're spending some time in the office or when you're hanging out around your house. You get to choose if you're going to follow God when you're talking with your spouse or you're playing with your kids or with your grandkids. You get to choose if you're going to follow God when somebody asks you for a little bit of help or when you decide to respond to a post on social media. You get to choose if you're going to follow God dozens of times every single ordinary day. But if you really want to follow God in these ordinary times, then you have to choose to follow God. All of choose to follow God today with the words that you're going to say and the words that you'll leave unspoken. You have to choose to follow God today in the actions that you're going to take and the things that you leave undone. You have to choose to follow God today consciously and intentionally over and over again. So if you want to be the person that God made you, if you want your life to make a difference in this world, then you have to choose to follow God today. If we as a church want to be who God made us to be, if we as a church want to make the difference in the world that we believe God is calling us to make, then we have to choose today to follow God. So how do you live out your faith on ordinary days and extraordinary days? It all comes down to a choice. Will you follow God? Or won't you? It's that simple. But it's also that hard. Joshua finishes that passage by saying that as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. So that's a choice that you have to make. Let's pray. As we come to you in this morning, Lord, we thank you for the stories that we have read throughout our journey with the people of Israel into the promised land. We thank you for the lessons that we've learned. And God, this lesson today is 
It's got to be the most important of them all. It's a lesson about choosing to follow. Every day, God, we have to make this choice. This isn't just a choice that happens at Christmas or Easter or Pentecost. It's not just a choice that happens when exciting things are happening in the life of our church. This is a choice that we have to make on ordinary days. Every day. So God, help us all to do a better job of choosing you. Choosing you when we speak. Choosing you when we act. Choosing you in every area of our lives. We pray this all in Jesus' name. Well, hey, it's Adam again, and I just want to thank you for tuning in to this episode of our sermon podcast. And I hope that this episode has challenged you to choose to follow God this day and every single day. That's how you have faith on ordinary days. That's how you have faith on extraordinary days. That's how you follow God every day of your life, by choosing to do so. Like I said at the beginning of this podcast, this wraps up our sermon series on the promised land. And next Sunday is going to be the Sunday before Thanksgiving. So next week we're going to be thinking about Thanksgiving and we're going to be exploring one of Jesus' familiar stories, a miracle that he performs where he feeds 5,000 people. So I hope that you'll come back and join us when that next episode drops. As always, if you subscribe to our podcast, that episode will be sent straight to your favorite podcasting app. Or you can come and join us live on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time on our church website at mhbclouisville.com slash live. We would love to have you come and join us. Well, until next time, I hope that you have a great week. I will be praying for you, and we'll see you back here soon for another sermon podcast.